0: Welcome to Film Grade, the official podcast of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office.
1: I'm Erica Berlin, the executive director of the Film Society of Northwestern, PA. I'm
2: John Lyons, filmmaker, teaching artist and director of programming.
0: I'm Mike Berlin. And who cares? Let's get into this. <laughs> Guys, I'm excited. The Oscars. About yeah, the Oscars, huh? the 94 Oscars. How about that?
2: So, Chris Rock gets up on stage to pre- present the award for best documentary, I believe, right?
1: That's right. Yes. And he's he a makes comedian. A joke. That's right. He is a comedian and not really my favorite comedian. I think he's kind of crass. He's not great. And he makes a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and her hair and how she should be in G.I. Jane 2. And first, Will Smith laughs but then he looks at his wife and she doesn't like it. And I actually saw her face. She rolled her eyes, she did not like it. And then he decides, shit, I really don't like that. And we see him get up on stage and he charges over to Chris Rock and he slaps that motherfucker in the face. And like, I didn't realize that that, I mean, I thought it was fake, you know, cause they do Oscar bits like that all the time. I thought it was fake. And then, it freezes. The screen freezes, right, Mike? It it froze. Yeah,
2: yeah. The feet cut once or twice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you see Will Smith, Will Smith's face, and it's silent. But you see he's like yelling something. We're like, wait, what's going on? Is this mm-hmm. like real? And then the woman sitting behind him and her face is like shocked. It's like, wait a second, this is real. And then Chris Rock is like stumbling over his words, and it's like. Whoa whoa, whoa, whoa whoa and then you realize like something real something weird is fucking happening and then and then that's it then this thing happened and the vibe completely changes and we have just witnessed something totally unprecedented the oscars have had a physical assault occur and i don't know i mean i don't think anyone has ever seen anything like this before and here we are to talk about it
2: yeah. So what what are your all's thoughts? Because, you know, a, a bunch of stuff has come out. So here here's the thing that kind of bites me, right? Like I'm not a close follower of everything that happens in Will and Jada Pinkett Smith's lives, you know, in their personal lives, in their relationships. And it does feel like Chris Rock probably didn't have that joke written and was kind of just ad-libbing going around the Looking for somebody to call out in the audience and he has called out Will and Jada in the past at awards.
1: You think he didn't have that written in advance?
2: I do Come not on. think so. Because that was a that was a really like a basic, like I would have said a joke like that, you know, like that's a non no talent joke really, to be honest. Right
1: yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. All right. There wasn't
2: much thought, I don't think, put into that joke. So right. So let's assume that he didn't know, he doesn't follow uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's life and doesn't know her health history, which apparently a lot of people do and probably other people who have alopecia know. I mean, on what plane of existence is that behavior acceptable?
1: None, no plane of existence. (laughs) Is it okay for someone to get up, charge anyone and slap them across the face? Because if you look it up, I'm sure in any in any law book in the state of California, uh, not okay. That would be considered physical assault. So no, it's not okay. Mike, it's not okay.
0: What do you think, Mike? I got a few takes on this. First things first, right? It's not okay. We're not condoning violence. First take.
2: That was the Oscars' first statement, by the way. <laughs> Just said we do not condone violence. With. No, with no other context.
0: So give me a second here, because what I'm okay. going to say is probably going to toe the line. First take, that was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Oh, like, the, o- the overreaction is, re- is hilarious. It's not okay, but it is hilarious that he went that far with it and that he overreacted on a dated G.I. Jane joke. Like, the fact that that is... Says, do you mean
2: hilarious or do you mean like tragically, like in a tragic like, sense?
0: Tragically hilarious. Okay. Okay.
2: Because on that level of like, it's going to say it's so not bad, hilarious
1: in any way. It's yeah, like, so bad. It's like hilarious in the way that don't look up is hilarious. Like right?
2: Uncomfortable, <laughs> uncomfortable, awkward, terrible.
0: Absolutely. But it is like, but like, don't you? There's sometimes like in the uncomfort of these things, there is humor in it. And I think we're just like, you know, I'm not saying it was none of it's OK. Now, there's a second take here. Now, I like Chris Rock there. Now, you. Can I give, do, too. There is sort of been in a First Amendment assault on a comedian's and credit to Chris Rock. He did just get hit by Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I thought he composed himself pretty well. He composed
2: himself very well.
0: Pretty well, considering uh. the circumstance. Third take, I kind of understand where Will Smith is coming from just a little bit. Smith has been his targets for a co- like more than a decade now. And now this is 30 years Will Smith living in the spotlight. His, the Red Table and we a lot of the family issues have been brought out. And they have been living very in public in the past uh, two years, if you will. And this is supposed to be but his coronation. They cor- put
1: themselves there. Absolutely. Right.
0: Let me finish. This is supposed to be his <laughs> coronation. This is supposed to be his big day. And the last thing all of a sudden is this person who has been sort of taking shots at him and then takes a shot at his wife with a condition. I'm not saying he what he did was all right. But for a minute, I would say that he blacked out and that he responded inappropriately, but in a way that it's just like it, 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 it was he shouldn't have done what he did. But you can kind of understand it that it's like. Yeah, he had a bad reaction to something. He
1: did. He had a bad reaction. I think I'm about to All have right. a bad All right. reaction. Alright, that's, that's I, Mike's
2: take. Let's let's get some takes on Mike's take.
1: <laughs> so, I guess you're exactly right. It is a really big day for him. So, he's like, this is my big day. I I am floating on a cloud. I am untouchable today. So, Nothing can harm me, nothing can get in my way. Here is a comedian who for his entire career has only let bullshit come out of his mouth. You can't touch me, nothing can hurt me. I let, I mean, I'm sorry, but this guy, and I'm, I yes, I've been looking at Twitter all day long, so I've learned a lot about the Pinkett Smith family, okay? Yes. They have this red table. They do a lot of things very publicly. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but you know, they have an open marriage. They spill all their guts in front of the world. So the fact that somebody takes a cheap shot at them, it's like, well put all of your shit out there, you know, for the world to see, but Oh no. Oh no. Don't let anybody make fun of you in public. It's like, hello, this is a comedian. That's what they do. They make fun of people. Don't even interrupt me, Michael. Don't interrupt. I'm not ready yet to stop. <laughs> Somebody I'm not ready to stop. else is gonna
2: get slapped. Okay?
1: So no one, no one's allowed to get in. No, you know, if I'm Will Smith, no one can touch me. All right? This man, this man starts laughing and then looks over at jada pinkett smith which i'm sorry no one can touch her like like can you be so entitled that you can walk around being like that's right i get whatever i want i'm a rich whatever i can screw any man in this world that i want but guess what No one can make fun of the fact that I shave my head. I'm sorry. You're not the only woman in the world that has alopecia. Like, get with it. So this guy gets pissed and then gets up on stage on national television. You humiliate yourself. You humiliate every single other person that's been nominated in your category who's sitting there like, are you kidding? I worked my ass off my entire life to be here. I'm nominated. Now, this mother who can't behave himself, act like a professional, you're a goddamn actor. Act like a professional. You're pissed. You can't even pretend to be an adult in that moment. Act like it, right? You're an yeah. actor. You're here to prove to everyone that you're, the best actor of the year, act like a goddamn professional and sit there. Instead, you get up, run to the person who is paid to be a jokester and slap him in the face and then sit down in front of millions of people and call him out. Get over yourself that guy deserved to be grabbed by the neck and pulled out and sit in the street and be like you belong here we're calling the cops you are not best actor of the year then they let him and people are applauding this guy Oh, good for you. Oh, we're going to hug you. Oh, he feels so bad for you. You know what? I saw pictures of him, and he's getting hugged by Bradley Cooper. He's getting hugged by Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington, and he's standing there like a fucking puppy dog. Look oh, at me. Oh, my God. I can't believe what I just did. Oh, my God. Are we supposed to feel sorry for you? You fucking idiot. Like, get! I can't even believe it that guy deserves to have that oscar ripped out of his hands he does not deserve it and you know what the fact that he got up and gave this tearful acceptance speech he sounded like a domestic abuser oh people in love do crazy things people that fucking beat their wives say that shit Oh, i'm so in love with you and i do crazy stuff that's why i beat you are you kidding me that is a disaster they deserve to go home sit around their red table and talk about that shit he deserves to tell his children tell his children i'm taking this back i don't deserve it that's what he needs to do and get on television and say i apologize to all of you i don't deserve that okay i'm done with my rant
0: you're not wrong and you're not right all at the same time like that's what's interesting about this thing there is nuance to this. there's a lot of nuance to it. You don't have to like it. It is very presumptuous to toss yourself in the shoes of Will Smith to know what is going on personally in his life despite them putting everything out there. He did that probably to save his marriage because he they had to change the dynamic of their marriage. I'm not condoning that's what not the
1: public's business it's not that's not the public's business
2: he he made it their business. <laughs> <laughs> and he made it last uh, night. Right? When he
1: writes his biography and we can all buy that book, we can understand it. But right then, not our business. We don't it we don't care. The nuance, it's not our business when when every single person in that room had like Quest Love, think about him.
0: Absolutely. He had nobody, to go up there and accept his award. What he did. No one is condoning it what he so did. It was so
1: selfish. Absolutely. It was so selfish.
0: No one is condoning what he did, but I think that there is an interesting, there's more to it than right. just that take. It's not uh, nobody says it's okay. Not a soul.
1: Not a soul says
0: it's okay. But if there's
1: John, what do you think? I want to hear what John thinks. Uh
2: I think he um eclipsed all of the worthy talents. In that show for the rest of the night he sucked he sucked all of the energy out of the show he stayed in the room afterwards uh, you know applauding everyone kind of going out of his way to give people hugs when they went up on stage like he was obviously feeling very awkward about it but his ego wouldn't allow him to take the hit and like step step out of that room and maybe leave because to to your both of your points that was his night and he was so entitled to having the best night possible in his mind that it couldn't be anything less than that and no one else mattered but him really he had to you know he goes up and when he does his acceptance speech i'm sorry but like his acceptance speech made me feel even worse
0: about my take with him the acceptance speech was not good
2: yeah like he pulls in the whole thing about defending women he pulls in like venus and serena williams i mean they had to have been like please don't say our names please please don't say our names like it was just capital awkward like the whole thing was a a embarrassing mess
0: by the way i my now you want to know who i feel bad for is Serena and Venus and the entire Williams family because before this episode, J- the whole Jane Campion thing is pretty bad as well. I think that happened at the was that at the SAG Awards when she uh, when she made her off uh, off color comment about having to compete against men.
2: Oh, I I'm not familiar with that. Sorry.
0: Oh, uh, the, at the SAG Awards, Jane Campion was like, "Well, Serena and Venus never had to compete against men," and it's just like. It was mm. one of those things that she sort of said to, she meant to be funny, but it was like, it was sort of, it was like, eh, it didn't land and it set, it just sort of came out wrong. They've had those two in that family have had a bit of a rough award season.
2: <laughs> wow. I mean, Gerota Jer- said to me, like, "There, there's four better ways that you handle yourself professionally in public, right? He could have just nodded his head in disapproval. He could have got up and walked out. He could have made a statement like a pr statement empowering like alopecia research something like that he could him and chris rock could have got together made a big donation for alopecia kids or something you know like there's so many ways to handle this and it is weird it is like a manhood thing right mike because like you said he's laughing at first then he looks at jada and then he way overcompensates it's like in that moment, he felt like embarrassed or awkward or something because his reaction I, was not. Yeah, I th- go ahead.
0: I think he was having a moment where it's just like, again, the night was a bit of a coronation and a celebration towards him. And he's having a moment. And then he looks over because he must have been on a cloud the whole night. And then this thing happens. And then it sort of, yeah. he looked over at his wife and he's like, Oh, because, honestly, that has to be something... I know we're going to make light about Alpecia, but that's got to be something she's been dealing with and that has been, I hate to say it, probably oh, yeah. been v- vulnerable and, and, and embarrassed about. And he probably looked at her at a moment thinking about conversations that they've had in their bedroom and in, you know, and at the table, and like, it was a knee-jerk moment. It was not appropriate. And Dorota is 100% right. There was a million exit ramps for him to handle that the right way. But... Go behind
2: stage and go beat the behind, shit out of the guy if go, you're a, yes, if you're gonna just, be like that, like you know, and then get arrested. I mean, like I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so
0: moving on, can we talk? Moving about, on, let's talk about the awards themselves now.
2: I'll just say really quick too. like people uh, consider Hollywood people on another like plane of existence again, to use that word, but I think this year proved uh, for sure that they're just like everyone else. You know, we've got awkwardness, health issues, embarrassing backyard brawls, and then that one super horny single aunt, you know, re- in Regina oh, Hall. Regina there's... King. <laughs> or oh, Regina, Regina
1: Hall, sorry. Yeah, Regina. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regina Hall. I liked her. I liked
2: her. I I like her yep. a lot. She's great. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. So, winners, I, I, uh, okay. I listened to our predictions podcast to prepare for this, hmm. and none of us got things right. Um, we were all wrong. Um, so in except terms for Will of... Smith,
0: except for Will Smith. I think we all thought Will Smith was gonna win. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Except I still biggest... haven't seen King Richard, I still haven't seen it. Um, I really although liked we didn't it. kind of. the only thing we went we only talked about best pick um last time we didn't go for best actor best actress um so mike you went for belfast that was your prediction
2: which i've Uh, watched since then by the way yeah i thought it was really good it's
1: phenomenal
0: it's a wonderful movie i know it hasn't found much of an audience but i hope more people see it it's i i i still actually think that that is probably I mean Dune's pretty incredible looking back at it, but I do think Belfast from an emotional standpoint and just is gorgeous and maybe my favorite movie of the year.
2: I didn't expect Dune to be the to get the most awards. I feel like that puts so much pressure on him with the sequel now, like <laughs> like the anticipation now is like higher than it was before.
0: <laughs> he's going to nail it though. If he got the first half of the book taken care of, he's it, the story is in good hands finally
2: what did you think about that i was completely shocked that the power of the dog only won a single award i was that was very shocking to me
0: real quick there's something i did not realize initially is that uh they have changed the way that they do the uh, the voting where you vote on all nine or ten films and then you rank them yeah so it's ranked it, choice right right which starts to make sense when you know when you think about that because of how polarizing power of the dog was it was either people's number one or people's hmm. number ten when you start to think about that aggregate and that that means that starts to make sense that what how something like coda could you know jump up in the uh in the rankings
2: that's a good point
1: so coda coda, coda got three
2: coda was the second uh-huh. highest with three
1: Mm-hmm.
2: i really I liked it too um, I mean, it's an I Oscar movie. I, um,
1: I just watched it again. I put it on because I was grading the other day, and I said to Mike, "I'm like, you know, I've seen it already. It's it's a feel great movie. I like having things on in the background while I'm doing things that I, not gonna lie, kind of mindless because when I'm grading things, sometimes I just I'm looking to see if something's there. You know, I I'm not necessarily having to think about it too hard. So I put it on the background. And of course, I'm like. Right. okay, give me a tissue. Uh, this is the part I'm going to cry at. And I just start to cry. And Mike comes That's in. He's really like, good. he laughs at me, but I'm like, this is so good. You know, I, it's got multiple tearjerker moments in that movie. And I, it's just a feel good. It's such a feel good movie. You can't help it. Yeah. I, I am 100% behind the win. 100%.
0: But is it the best movie of the year? That's the thing. Everybody loves it. I love it we all love it is it the best movie of the year i don't like
2: doing the best things anyways i feel like it's
1: hard to say it's in the top 10
2: it's a top it's a top 10 it's
1: a top 10 which is why it was nominated you know i think this year was a great year for for films it was a great year
2: and i gotta say like coda was the most indie uh probably of all the ones nominated and we're on like a trend of like you know we had parasite nomadland coda i'm really happy to see like some non-traditional winners you know and we had moonlight recently right so i don't know it's that's pretty cool i think that's pretty cool
0: while it didn't win well one for international uh picture i hope the academy continues to recognize films like drive my car which i did watch
2: i did too it was excellent
0: it for it it i oddly enough that might be the movie that sticks with me the longest like like decades from now because just the message mm-hmm. and how to he- deal with grief it's just it's a beautiful film and i know people aren't going to watch it because it's probably you know because of the subtitles and all. but it is a wonderful wonderful movie that i hope people yeah. discover agreed. over time
1: mm-hmm.
2: agreed mm-hmm. It really great really powerful
1: Mm-hmm. And Ariana DeBose winning for West Side Story was amazing because of course, West Side Story was my dark horse winner. And I still think that, you know, a musical in general, being in that best picture category, I still would love to have like a, like a comedy musical category at the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Golden Globes. Cause there are some I would love to put in that category. Um, but I thought she was incredible. I thought her speech was incredible. I actually did not have any clue that she was a queer actress. Um, she it, let you know. Serious... She let you know that. She... Yep, she did. I had no idea. So good for her. I'm I glad still haven't she...
2: finished finished it. I think it looks great. I, st- I still haven't finished West Side Story.
0: I've got a hot take after watching it again with Erica and stuff, but my hot take is, while it's not I don't think it deserved to win best Picture of the year, I think Steven Spielberg deserved to win De- best director that is an amazing uh-huh. accomplishment like to to go outside of a genre that he hasn't played with and really to he did a whole different version from his original and it's just like and it is so well crafted
1: we did catch a we caught we caught a moment in I feel pretty though unfortunately I saw it I was like oh my god there's two crew guys in that scene unfortunately wow it was, i mean it's a scene where it's just like mirrors everywhere and yeah unfortunately it's like wait yeah. a second oh my that god happens. mike go back go back
0: that doesn't mean you lose that <laughs> no true.
1: you don't lose true. best director but it's kind of like oh my god in a steven spielberg movie you catch two crew guys like in a scene with a million mirrors
2: but a lot of moving
1: parts. Still an incredible movie. Still one of my favorites. And of course, the um, Rachel Ziegler. You know, six days ago, she, they made a good joke about it. But you know, the the female lead that played um, Maria, she wasn't invited to the Oscars. So they made it this big deal about how she wasn't invited. And then they said like, "Wow, it's amazing to be at the Oscars," you know. And she's like, "Yeah, six days ago, I never thought I'd be here."
2: All right. Let's talk. Okay, in our last minutes, why don't we talk about uh, the general format? If we think that the Oscars are still relevant, yeah. if they can improve, what what are your thoughts overall on this year?
1: One thing that I really disliked, they again tried to jam a lot of stuff into this year that was unnecessary. I was so offended that they put this tour of the academy of motion pictures museum in why i don't know Were they was it a commercial for this academy it's a
2: commercial okay they had to it cost so much money and it's like yeah. the movie's museum it had it had to be sure
1: but you know what they didn't show was samuel <laughs> l jackson's lifetime achievement award right they cut that out. They didn't put that in the broadcast. Wouldn't we all have loved to see that?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: And wasn't Liv, Liv Ullman
0: also? They didn't. They didn't have her. Didn't she yeah. win a achievement? Yeah, the Chief she did. Award yes. To? Yeah. I actually thought that the the format's improved a little bit. I was, you know, at first I was reluctant about to accept the idea that they were going to slimmed down the categories but it's like it did kind of keep the flow of the show going a little bit i still would have lost the montages the james bond one the godfather one uh and i also would honestly and here's the thing do we need the in memoriam i mean oh i i just don't think we do i
1: think so i think so but see the tone was so weird
2: yeah the tone was so weird i did like all right i liked you know having uh Pacino and De Niro come out there I liked having Uma and and uh Travolta I don't know that stuff's silly but I didn't mind that stuff
0: oh as presenters that's fine I, I was talking about just the montages and stuff like that I think you could lose the montages and it the, the show just they're getting closer to I think getting a format down a little bit they just you know cinch it up just a little bit
2: Here, Erica, can I really quickly talk about how difficult it is to watch the Oscars in 2022? So I don't have cable TV. I have, you know, seven streaming services. Uh, I have YouTube. None of them at all carry the Oscars telecast. And I had to once again sign up for a $70 a month trial of FUBU TV just to be able to watch live tv and then i canceled it you know it's like a one week trial or whatever but it's so many ridiculous hoops like they're complaining about viewership you know who has who has network television now anyone under uh you know okay but we do you know what i mean like their demographic they want the oscars to survive but no nobody in general uh under let's say 40 for sure has network television like this is freaking ridiculous
0: <laughs> maybe this is just us getting older i love movies we all love movies but the show is getting more and more tone deaf it <laughs> is it's like that's well, there I. that I, the, yeah,
2: yeah, I, <laughs> there was a gi jane joke
0: yeah yeah there was a gi jane joke which there, you know, there was kids that had to Google what the reference was,
2: right? Why are, why are they even mad about what does that even mean? Right. But like, so ABC is on the hook to deliver this show until 2028. So Ouch. we still have six more years on ABC. What they really need to do is negotiate in the contract with the Academy that they can stream this show live on YouTube or some freaking i mean there's so many hulu commercials like why isn't this just on hulu on youtube like i'm sorry i i won't i won't let up off of this like give it to netflix give it to somebody if you want anybody to watch this show doesn't matter what the format is i don't think it's the format at this point i don't think it's the movies at this point although maybe if spider-man was nominated for everything that would have been terrible but Maybe that would have gotten five more million people to watch, but I doubt it. I think it's just accessibility. It's hard to find the show. Like, why would why are you going to watch something that takes so much effort?
1: Right. If you can't see it and then it's full of commercials. I mean, people don't want to watch something that's full of commercials all the time either. So put it on a streaming service that people are paying for every month anyway get rid of all the commercials, don't have it last three and a half hours like it did this time. Just bring it up to speed with what people expect. And it just I think it just goes to show you the differences between the audience that they potentially could have and the people who show up and um, who are at the Oscars and who might be the people who are really, really into the nominees. Perfect example, the cheer worthy events, because when I saw these cheer worthy events or the cheer worthy moments, the best cheer moments, I was like, what, what is this? I didn't even know the movies that I was looking at. Like they're all fan Fan voted events. Oh yeah,
2: and some of those are really weird. Really weird. Right. Choices. They
1: were super weird. Like <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down because I was looking online, and it was the theme of the night was "Movie Lovers Unite." But it seemed like the people who had voted and the right. people who were actually watching the Oscars were like two completely different audiences, based on who voted for the cheer-worthy events, like the best cheer moments. And the best movies were like two completely different audiences like
2: justice league like these people just need to let this justice league movie go like
1: (laughs) you you got your
2: jack snyder (laughs) cut like great congratulations like (laughs) like like, get get over it man like go see some different movies
1: (laughs) exactly but it wasn't like they were asking nicole kidman to vote for that because she i guarantee nicole kidman's not like yep justice league that was my best cheerworthy moment It wasn't, (laughs) you know, the, the academy members aren't voting for that. All the people that were starring in that movie. And honestly, the three of us weren't voting cheerworthy moments because I had to think about like, what are my cheerworthy moments? Because Mike asked me last night, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I wouldn't vote for that cheerworthy moment. And he asked me what it was. So I thought about it today. What are my cheerworthy moments? And do you know what came to mind, Mike? You're going to laugh. None of you would guess what my cheerworthy moment was. Do you know what came to mind? no the end of the sandlot the end of the sandlot oh, when nice. benny is doing like chicken and he like <laughs> looks up at smalls who's in the box and smalls is calling it and they give each other the thumbs up that's like a yes they want the la dodgers won the game and smalls is doing the calling and they do the thumbs up to each other that is what came to mind for the cheerworthy moment for me not Justice not, League. not the Flash. Not
0: there. the Flash running and slow. Not
1: the Flash. I
0: did think of my sure word, but worthy moment, and it's dark, but I think when Bruce Willis comes in with the sword in Pulp Fiction <laughs> and, he, and he saves Marcellus, <laughs> and, and he, it's dark, but it's like, it's like, get him, get said, yeah. get said.
2: Yeah, that was a releasing
0: tension moment for sure. Real quick, John, final thoughts on the Oscars.
2: I really feel like I was totally into the show and I was like, okay, okay. the Oscars are, are still fun and a good time to watch. And honestly, when the Will Smith moment happened, the rest of the night, I was just like turned off by the whole thing. And then I'm like, man, maybe this is just a sign that like. This, this shit seen its time. I don't know. Like, I felt really dark out, out the rest of the night.
0: I think once the ABC contract is up, the Oscars has a very serious problem because who's going to pay for that? <laughs> Seriously, I, I you know ABC wants off that contract as fast as possible. Like, it can't come soon enough.
2: They better start giving some Oscars to Netflix or somebody so that they can mm. host it, or Amazon or something.
0: Okay, uh, Erica, what's What are your closing thoughts on the Oscars?
1: I think to shorten it, at least for yesterday, Encanto had two songs, and one of which was nominated, the other one wasn't. Tick, Tick, Boom had Andrew Garfield that was nominated. I think they should have done a nice tribute to Lin-Manuel Miranda and done a medley of his songs. One that was nominated, one wasn't. And Tick, Tick, Boom had a had a nomination, why not have like a nice little short medley instead of having two full performed songs that took up a lot of time? It would have been a nice little compacted um, performance that I think people who were there for some music would have loved. I thought that would have been really nice. And unfortunately, he couldn't even be there because his wife had COVID. So I think that fans of Lin-Manuel Miranda would have really liked that. Uh, My overall thoughts on the show, um, similar to John's, I was a little turned off after the, the Will Smith moment. I thought it got really awkward after that. Everyone, I think it was a dark cloud that came over the event. In my rant, like I said, I thought it was really unfair for everyone else that was there as a nominee that was there to celebrate their big night. It sucked the air out of the room uh, for everyone else that was there as a nominee in his category, it probably made them all feel like I could have done a lot better than that. You know, I think that they were probably who people who didn't know them, maybe like, is this this guy's true colors? I felt really bad for them. So even the jokes people made like Amy Schumer, you know, I just felt like it it did something to me. It changed my my vibe for him. And it I thought it cast a dark cloud over that night i felt really really happy for the coda people though and it was a nice way to end the evening so um overall this year sucked it sucked i hope it's better next year i think we say that every year i hope it's better next year (laughs) but the movies this year were fantastic so i think that's what's gonna last you know 2022 or 2021 was a great year for movies
0: My final impressions are, I actually thought the show was better this year, and uh, we did watch a historic moment. None of us are ever going to forget that, and I would say that for Will Smith, while I am not a huge Will Smith fan, people make mistakes. And I don't think it's necessarily, you know, he should apologize. He should have never done that you know and he should you know but it's like i don't think he's taking the award away or anything like that is the way to go about this he, he needs to apologize to chris rock by the way if rock did know about and i don't think he did if jada pinkus missed alopecia and he should apologize for that joke too that's a little it's not horrible but it's it is below the belt and you know there's a different way to handle these things and uh we'll see well, that's been our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you follow the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office on social media. You'll find all our tags and links in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, this was Film Grade.